Have you guys ever wondered the difference between those who have what they want, who seem to have all the success, and those that don't? The honest truth of the matter is that there's not really that big a difference necessarily in skill set. It's more of a difference in mindset. And so on this episode of the Financial Go-Getters podcast, I'm going to talk to you guys about ways to shift your mindset and your thinking to work through fear to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in your career and in your family and in your finances. The first step in accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish, you know, whether um, let's just say, for example, we're going to talk about starting that business that's been in the back of your mind is realizing that you might fail. And so when you realize that you might fail and you expect to have some failures, you expect to have some things that go wrong, you expect it to not be a linear path where here's the beginning and you're going to go straight up to the mountaintop without any dips or valleys or rocks or slips or falls. When you already schedule in those things, for lack of a better way of saying it, then what happens is that you walk into it with your eyes open and full realization that like those things are going to come. And because you know they're going to come, you can just face them head on. You know, as I, when I started the Financial Go-Getters Facebook group, um, which now has over 500 women in it, I was so scared out of my mind that like, what do I have to offer these women? What do I have that I can give them besides my own experience? And I had so much. I have training and I had my own experiences and I had things that I studied and counseled that I got from other people. But I was expecting it to be start the group and immediately after I start the group, everything was going to be fine and rosy. There was going to be so many people wanting to schedule and consult with me. I was going to have so many coaching clients that were just jumping at the chance to pay off their debt and improve their financial, their uh, personal finances to relieve stress. And I just knew that it was just going to take off and it was going to be the best thing ever. But that's not what happened. <laughs> and that's not usually what happens whenever a person starts a new endeavor And once I got my mind wrapped around the fact that like it was going to be hard and that there was going to be some days where nobody was going to respond, some days where a lot of people were going to respond, there were going to be people who, you know, I was pouring my heart out to and I was trying to share all that I could and they still didn't want to book coaching calls with me. Once I realized that and I realized that it was, it was as long as my train was moving upward, up the hill, even if it stopped sometimes, even if there was a dip or there was a setback that everything was going to be okay, then it gave me the confidence to move forward and to actually reach my goal of creating income and creating this new business of consulting and working with women in their journey to financial freedom through entrepreneurship because I scheduled in, okay? I expected those failures to happen. And instead of using them as something that I felt was going to like decrease my success, I started looking at them as learning opportunities, okay? Feedback for what's not going to work. So, you know, maybe that people, my, my, um, the women who need me, they don't need this particular thing, or maybe they don't need that particular thing. Okay. No, that didn't really work that well. Because when you have, again, when you have that mindset that, that the failures are things to learn from instead of things to be afraid of, then you'll get so much further. And the next thing is to do things even when you don't want to do things. And, um, I know it's easy to look at people like Patrice Washington and even people like Dave Ramsey and, uh, you know, his daughter, Rachel Cruz, 
and some of the big names in you know financial the financial freedom movement and even you know the entrepreneurship movement and women who are doing big things they're providing you know contributing so well financially and otherwise with to their family or they're being so productive and it's easy to look at them and think oh it came so easy there was probably never a moment where they doubted themselves where they felt like what they were doing wasn't working but the honest truth of the matter is, is there was probably so many times that they sat in front of the computer, ready to cry, ready to give up, and they felt uncertain about what they were doing. But the difference between them and the people who don't end up being successful is, is that they do it even when they're scared. And they do it even when they don't want to do it. And I even struggle with this a lot where I'll, you know, I'll say, okay, you know, I want to try this new thing or I want to, uh, you know, open up through this new service with people or I want to provide this new thing. And there's so much fear that comes behind things that are that are that are the unknown. And to be honest with you, that's part of being human, right? The human brain wants to be able to predict what's going to happen because it's supposed to keep us safe. But in a lot of ways, though, that keeps us small when it comes to things that, that make us put ourselves out there emotionally, even when we're not certain. So you might not have the entire framework done. You might not know everything that your client wants or everything that will sell. But what you do know, though, is that if you keep going forward, then those failures that we talked about in the first step, they might happen and you'll learn what doesn't work, right? You'll learn, okay, never mind, this one doesn't work. The next thing I would say is that to study what you're wanting to do to, to mitigate failures and fear. So for example, I, um, when I started 10 year price financial coaching, I did a lot. I didn't just go out and start 10 year price financial coaching thinking to myself, well, I want to go start financially coaching some people. And so we'll just see what happens. I'm not going to have a structure. I'm not going to have a framework. I'm not going to learn more about how to effectively coach people. I don't need to know about personal finance. I don't need to know about this or that. I'm just going to go and do it. And there is something to be said about going out there and risking and trying things and see how, seeing how they work. But we have a responsibility to ourselves to be prepared, right? So like if we are, you know, say that you wanted to start an Etsy shop, it would be a good idea for you to do some market research and decide who you're going to sell to, what you're going to sell to them, what has been working by looking at what other people are doing, watching some YouTube videos about, you know, how to properly set up your store and, you know, how to get traffic to, you know, all of those things that go into it, not to the point of paralysis, because you don't want to have analysis paralysis where you just research and research and research and research all day long and you don't actually do anything, but being prepared mitigates fear, right? You don't feel as fearful if you are prepared on the front end and you know you have the skills to do it even if something fails then you're, it's easier for you to pivot and also it's easier to put yourself out there when you have a knowledge base and honestly people need to be able to buy something from you or to receive a coaching from you or to receive a product for you, from you and you need to know what you're doing so there's a difference between being afraid and being unprepared right so when my husband and I started our business uh, Skyline Electrical um, I didn't go out and start a business called Skyline Electrical myself because I'm not an electrician, but he is. And he had already been a master electrician for quite some time. So it made it easier, even though we were, we were fearful about like the process of, of, you know, getting clients and, and working with 
uh, you know, um, the workers that we had working with us and, you know, taking on big bids and making sure that we knew what we were doing. Um, we started small with what we knew how to do. We did a lot of research on how to start the business correctly in the first place. And then as it grew, my husband and I both learned new skills that would help us and set us up for success within our business instead of just doing it fly by night. Did we have a fearful times? Yes. Did we still fail? Yes. Did we lose money? Yes. But in the end, it grew and we learned and we, we learned from our mistakes. Not only did we learn from our mistakes, but we also learned new skills that we could carry forward into the next business that we started, which was working in real estate. So, and even with that, we took on mentors and we educated ourselves as much as we could before we took that step, instead of just jumping out there and just doing it just because. And the last thing I would say about this is, is, um, is that we can't compare ourselves our beginning to somebody else's end because all it'll do is make you feel discouraged. So if I was to say, okay, I see Susie Q over there. She's six years into her journey of financial coaching and, and running a business and, um, you know, and bringing in income and, and, you know, passivity and all those things. But I am a financial coach who has started my journey in this year. So my training was completed last year and I started this year and she's got all these clients and I could easily begin to feel extremely discouraged. I could easily think, God, like, I know that you gave me this passion and I know that you gave me this thing that I know I'm, I'm supposed to do. I know that there's women who feel like because I'm a woman or because I'm a Christian, I can't go forth and I can't become an entrepreneur. I have to only pursue certain types of entrepreneurship. I can only bake or I can only sew. Uh, what am I doing telling people about how to, you know, properly run their household? Who am I to tell people about how to invest and how to pay off debt and how to manage their fi- family finances? Who am I to tell people how to draw closer to you? You know, that's, that's somebody else's role. I, as a Christian, I shouldn't be, you know, working in, in, in different sectors or as a woman, I shouldn't be doing that. And I'm here to tell you that it's a lie. It's a lie from, from, I don't know where it's from. (laughs) I don't know where it's from. Sometimes we tell ourselves lies because we try to talk ourselves out of doing things. And sometimes it's straight from the devil. It really is. And sometimes it's, you know, people who are sent because they're jealous or whatever the other reason is, or because they just don't know. Okay. So you have to compare yourself to only where you started from. That's the only comparison that you can get. As a, I used to run, and, and when I was a runner, I never compared my running time to other people's running time unless I was racing to finish the race first. And that's the only time I would do that. And that was for that one incident. And the reason why is because the only thing that matters is that I was setting a personal record faster than the last time I ran. Because I don't have, and I'm not the same person as other people are. I can only control Tanyelle and I can't, I can't put the pressure on myself to be where somebody else is so much further in time and energy and knowledge. And I don't know what they've done. They might've had been had coaching. They might've had financial, different financial trainings. They might have, this might've been their third, fourth, fifth, sixth business. So they have expedited and they, uh, their process goes a lot quicker. So you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't compare your beginning or where you are to somebody else and expect not to feel bad about it because nine times out of 10, either they're way farther ahead of you, or you might even be further ahead of them at that time. But it's not up to us even to look down on our brother or our sister. 
So keep your eyes on your own prize and on your own goal and set your goals with intention and a timeline in a smart fashion, right? Things that are, are, um, that are strategic, they're measurable. Um, all of those characteristics that go into setting a smart goal and mind your business, your business is your business. And that's the only one that you should be minding, not comparing to other people. Because comparing to other people will set you up for automatic, you know, failure. It'll give you a sense of, I'm not good enough. What am I doing? She's doing so much better. And that's just not the way that it's done. So I hope this was encouraging to you guys. Um, and I hope that you got something out of it. Uh, if you are looking for a community of like-minded women who are in the process of relieving the stress of debt from their lives for their family's lives, who are setting themselves up to increase their income through entrepreneurship, to get rid of fears like I can't retire or I don't know what I'm going to do if I need if I want to leave my job or what if I want to homeschool my children. People who uh, women who are looking forward to and are in the process of creating multiple streams of income and moving their family towards financial freedom. Uh, join my Facebook group, the Financial Goal Getters Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash financial goal getters with an S at the end. G-O-A-L-G-E-T-T-E-R-S. Okay, that's Financial Goal Getters on Facebook. Um, we're 500 plus strong at this point. If you are tired of spinning your wheels and you're like, oh, I can't do this on my own and you want a real, true financial plan, then schedule a, a discovery call with me, tanyaprice.com slash schedule. And you can look in the show notes for the link as well. And he- let me help you. Let me help you come up with a plan to relieve the stress of the financial burden that your family is feeling to help you come up with something that's strategic and a way for us to increase your income and decrease your debt to get you and your family on the way to financial freedom. So if you like this, stay tuned for next week and we'll have another episode every Tuesday on the Financial Goal Getters podcast. You bring the goal, I'll bring the strategy.